0: So the big question is this, how can runners like you, who aren't professional athletes or paid sponsored runners, avoid injury and increase athletic performance to enjoy running race events for the rest of your life without wasting money on trends or using dangerous painkiller drugs? That is the question. And on hashtag RunPainFreePodcast, your host, sports biomechanics, athletic injury correction and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Legio gives you the answers hello everyone and welcome to the run pain free podcast i am your host jessica marie rose legio and this podcast is brought to you by the 2020 run pain free marathon training summit it is a virtual conference for runners and marathoners all around the world with experts from all around the world go on over there now marathontrainingsummit.com register get your free ticket and while you're doing that I'm going to talk about what we are speaking on this podcast about today. We're talking about training challenges, tricks that professional runners use that can also help slower runners. This is a big one. We're also going to reference Dr. Jim Taylor, who is a sports psychologist in the Marathon Training Summit, where we discuss training for adversity, specifically using the weather and the environment for you in your favor. So many runners really veer from going outside when it's cold, when it's windy, when it's raining, when it's snowing and Most professional runners, and I have to say most because I can't speak for all, but most professional runners actually go out specifically when it's bad weather. Because when you train in that level of adversity, environmental adversity, you are able to excel in much better weather. So going outside in a sleet storm, in a snowstorm, in a rainstorm, in a windstorm, or on a windy day or a cold day, or an extremely hot day, a very humid day, you train your body physically for that extreme weather. So then when you have a perfect running day, which is not normal, (laughs) when you have a perfect running day, you run your best naturally, because your body has trained in those really extreme conditions. He talks about this in his book, Uh, train your mind for athletic success and it covers literally everything from soup to nuts and beyond on both sides of the spectrum of what it is to train that inside and out and he talks about training for adversity and his experiences with runners that actually do veer from that and then they wind up coming up short when it comes to race day because for anybody to think they're going to run a perfect day race with clear blue skies and crisp weather and no humidity. And it's just not ideal, that's unrealistic. Now, the last few years in New York City Marathon, it's been what has been called perfect weather. But however, leading up to that, there's always rain, it's cloudy, cold, windy, sometimes there's been snow there's been sleet storms so you know it's rare it's not common to have a perfect run day and also runners know that if it's 60 degrees outside you feel like it's 80 pushing if you're, the humidity and the level of your body temperature rises exponentially as a runner so you have to always consider that that's why a lot of runners are like oh it's 40 degrees that's perfect <laughs> because it feels really like a 60 degree weather to them in their bodies when they're running most of you guys know what I'm talking about. So what a lot of runners do is they specifically go out on those days. They're not days to veer from it. They're days to go out and run in it, to use it. And I say, especially people in the Northeast during marathon training season, which is generally from July through November, you they're all training in the heat, in a lot of humidity. It's very thick, especially here in New York City. The heat is very you can feel the heat on the ground, literally. So when you're running, you're really training your lungs and your heart to be able to handle that level of physical exhaustion. So then when fall comes around, you kinda can bang it out a lot better because you were training in the heat. You did your 18 miler in the middle of July, August. So your body trains for that. So when it comes to November and you're running in a sleet and hail storm like there was in the Philly Marathon last year, You perform much better than you actually thought you would because you ran in extreme conditions leading up to that. You didn't veer from it. One of our runners literally went into the race starting to feel a little bit of her hamstring. She has ran in the worst conditions. All her marathons have been in terrible weather terrible weather at the mar- at the marine corps marathon she had terrible weather at a new york city marathon and she had terrible weather at this one she has actually never had a good weather run day and she's seen other people running in great weather and great weather at marathons and she's never experienced that So once again, she was headed into a very extreme wind, rain, sleet, cold marathon, and she kind of started to feel her hamstring the day before. So she was a little nervous. She was worried about it, and she was in her tail end of correction and starting to load her corrective um, functional patterns at that point. So she was definitely ready for it, but her mental was not there, which is what a lot of things Dr. Jim Taylor talks about. It's the mental aspect of seeing those types of weather days come up, and then you choosing, oh, I'm... Not going to go out there and put my physical body in there. And your mind takes that in and says, no, 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 we're not doing that. So that was happening to her. But lo and behold, she ran that race and she had zero pain. She felt great. And she actually ran her best race. Then we had another runner who had never, ever ran a marathon before. And that was her first marathon ever. And she ran a sub five. First marathon ever in a sleet hail storm. The, the if you Google Philly Marathon 2019, you will actually see what these runners ran in. So it's extreme to be able to run through that and feel really good. Now they were freezing, they were cold, their hands were numb, their toes were numb. That's what's happening when you're out there for several hours, four, five, six hours. Some people even seven hours are out there in that in that weather. So. You have to be able to prepare for that. And if you're waiting for a perfect weather day, when you get a rain or weather storm like that, you're going to have a terrible run. You're going to have a terrible run. You're not going to know how to handle it. You're not going to know how to face it. And it's because that mental game that you're playing on those training days where you could go out there and run in the rain and you can go out there and run in the wind and you're seeing it as a challenge as opposed to something to use as a training mechanism, which is what professional runners do. They use those as training mechanisms to run through. When you run in the wind, specifically uphill, it's all core. It's all core. You will wake up the next day with sore abs, period. If you're running up a hill in the wind without abs hurting the next day, you need to check on your biomechanics because something's not working. But a conditioned runner running up a hill in the wind will work their core. It's good core work. Running in the rain, that's going to work on your proprioceptors those that's the uh, you or your body actually understanding the everything that's around you your body has a invisible gauge if you will of what's around you and your body adjusts accordingly so when you're running in slippery wet conditions you're running much more cautiously. But if you've never ran in that, you're not gonna run with security. You're not gonna run confident. You have to run in the rain to know how to run in the rain. So these are things you need to start to use and not veer away from. Doing so, you're putting yourself at a disadvantage to come up short and to feel like, oh, I did all this training and I got a terrible run day. You only get one chance to run. The marathon is that one day. You don't get to redo until next year. Even when you pick another marathon, it's not going to feel the same until you run that exact marathon again. And hopefully you get a better weather day because it could rain again the next time you run it. So you have to really put that into perspective. Weather is not something to run from. It's something to run into, literally. It's going to condition you better as an athlete. It's going to give you those ideas. If a football player never played in the snow and then they go up to Buffalo and they play against Buffalo, good luck good luck. You're not catching any balls. You're not going to know how to, how to move laterally without sliding in the snow, especially if you're playing on real grass, forget turf, forget it. It's literally like slime. So these are things athletes have to practice in. I can even go back as far as being a competitive cheerleader in high school here in New York. We, we were cheerleading in 30 degree weather. 25-degree weather, in snow, in rain. So when we went to compete in Epcot Center in Florida and they had a cold front and it was 45 degrees, it was like perfect for us. We play second. We beat Texas because they couldn't handle the weather. (laughs) They didn't perform well. We did because we knew how to do it. So it literally does lend to what challenges you can take on as a use for your training to better your training and how the mental really gets in on you. And once you let your mind take over what your body can handle and or what your body needs Needs, it will set you up at a disadvantage big time. Also, just even an aspect of saying, hey, um, Jessica, I really want to do, I really want to get better at pull ups. Uh, That's my goal. Like, that's what my actual goal is. I need to be able to do three sets of 15 perfect pull ups. I'm going to train you at your most weakest, most drained stage to do pull-ups. At the end of the workout, totally at the end, I'm going to make you do pull-ups then. It's the same thing as running in the worst weather because when you run in the worst weather, up hills, around turns and around bends and then get a perfect running day, you kill it. It's the same thing. When when you want to be able to bang out perfect push-ups, three sets of perfect push-ups, I have to train you when you're at your most failure point physically then when you go out and just bang out i say okay today we're just going to start with push-ups you bang out three sets of 15 with no problem it's the same principle it's the same principle it's nothing to veer away from you have to actually train for it and train your physical body for it that's what the difference is between training and conditioning when you condition your body you train well is very different. And we talk about that a lot in the Run Pain Free podcast. I encourage you to go on over and listen to How Workouts Hurt Runners. It's one of my favorite podcasts. Go on over and listen to that because we talk about the difference in training and conditioning and what why you need both and what they are. So you can go over there and listen to that. But at the marathon training summit dot com, go get your ticket, we talk about all these things with Athletes. We talked with Dina Castor, who I'm going to talk about in another in another podcast. She talks about doing pretty much very similar things that Dr. Jim Taylor speaks about and using the terrain to your advantage, using the environment to your advantage. You have to be able to run in bad weather to run a marathon in un- unacceptable, uh, in un- unknown weather. You never know what it's going to be. You never know what it's going to be. And not for nothing, half the time there was a Chicago marathon, I believe it was 2017, Half my runners finished that race with perfect, perfect weather. The other half of the runners started when the weather went ape. <laughs> and it became the hottest on record ever Chicago marathon. People were dropping like flies. Nobody could handle it. They were conking out. Chicago's also a flat marathon, which is actually harder than a hill marathon, by the way. We'll talk about that in another podcast. And half the runners were like, Why is everybody complaining, I had a great race, and the other runners were literally crying, calling me crying, because they had such a terrible race and felt terrible. That's the difference of how weather can change in the middle of a marathon. You don't know what it's gonna be. So it's best that you're prepared for anything. Go out there in the heat. Go out there in humidity. Go out there in the rain. Go out there in the snow. Go out there when it's sleeting out. Go out there when it's windy as hell out, go. Because that's when you're gonna actually feel what your body needs to do and how your body responds to it. Your mind is always going to play. It's gonna always play up whatever's in front of you, whatever you're visually seeing. If you couldn't see that it was windy, you'd go outside, 100%. So you need to listen to that and take that on and use these things as your advantage. Also, go outside. It's better to go outside in a rainstorm when you're just training and be cautious of it than to go out there and put balls to the wall and go run in your marathon to try to get a PR when you've never ran in the rain and you're gonna go out there and speed? Okay, let's see how that works out for you. Not gonna be a good idea. Not gonna be a good idea. That's how people hit potholes. That's how people slip off curbs. That's how people run into people. That's how people trip and fall. That's how that happens because they probably didn't train in that type of a weather. So using weather to your advantage and stop avoiding unknown weather and you know, you know, less ideal weather. Stop avoiding it. Use it to your advantage and get out of your head about it because your head will always make you think you can't do something that you actually can. Your body has its own mind. Your mind is a different thing. (laughs) When they, two of them are starting to get involved with each other, it's a whole haywire type of situation. So this is what we're talking about here. And Dr. Jim Taylor goes over a lot of these types of common things that the mind gets in the way of when it comes to running so get on over there right now MarathonTrainingSummit.com sign up listen to it get into it get that all access pass because there's bonuses on that guy Training MarathonTrainingSummit.com get out there at the next windstorm rainstorm go run and learn how to run in all weather you're listening to the run pain-free podcast brought to you by the run pain-free academy Featuring biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio. Subscribe to us as you leave a positive review on iTunes.